and Sue Managers, hello and welcome back to the final preview edition of the FPL Addict, powered by Esports Live, Euro 2020 fantasy podcast. I want to start the show by thanking every one of you who's been involved in both our free and paid league. Those who have listened to the podcast and those who have contributed the latest over on both our social pages, which are at Esports Live now and at FPL underscore Addicts. It's the Euro 2020 final stage, 800 plus member community not have been built without you all. Thank you wherever you are in the world and we hope to see you entering our league in the upcoming Premier League season as well. Today we'll be reviewing the semi-finals and previewing the, the main event, the final of Euro 2020. With me as always are the regulars. We've got Jack from Esports Live, Matt aka the guru from FPL Addicts, Dave and my right-hand man in the commentary box, Ollie Walker-Peel. So let's get right into it. We'll start with you, Ollie. How are you doing, mate? To be honest, you can't even call me a regular anymore, but but thanks for that anyway. I'm, I'm never here, but I was, had to hop on this one. It's about the only one I've been able to hop on this summer, but, you know, it's been great seeing the work for Father you've doing. Buzzing England are in the final. How we've done it, it has been amazing. Obviously, we deserve to beat Denmark, despite what the naysayers are saying. And, as I've said, every single podcast I've been on, and I'll say it again, football's coming home. Well... A minute and 43 seconds it took for the first person to say it's coming home just on record and it was Ollie back on the podcast back saying what matters um yeah absolutely brilliant mate brilliant performance from England we'll get onto that in a little bit but we'll introduce Statman Dave as well now who um you know was going for Belgium in the Euros obviously that flopped so he's, he's moved on to the Copper America now and he's, he's done in the Brazil shirt so how are you doing mate <laughs> yeah doing well Elliot yeah, that's exactly what we like to hear. And obviously that game played before the Euro final. So um, obviously a lot of people will be tuning into that one as well. But we'll move on to you now, Matt, as well. So how are you doing? Are you awake? Have you recovered from, you know, big, big night out, big morning out here in Melbourne? Yeah, look, I wasn't out for this one, actually. Um, but of course, I watched the game and yeah, I was absolutely buzzing with the result. And, uh, you know, it's the King scored again, albeit from a from a rebound, but they all count. And um, they yeah, all absolutely buzzing and. Um, yeah, look, I, I remember saying after the Scotland game with Jack, you know, that the style of playing and the playing can, can win tournaments. You don't concede goals. And yeah, it's worked. And then it's definitely coming home, I think. Yeah, absolutely, mate. All the all the hopes are, are up high now. But um, yeah, brilliant. And Jack, a man that I know was definitely out for the game. Have, have you finally recovered? <laughs> yeah, with, um, it was a... The last couple of hours have been pretty difficult, if I'm honest, but I needed that you know, the extra couple of hours just to uh, sort myself out. But yeah, it was a big one. The guru didn't turn up to the pub, but he watched it from home. Um, so I did uh, did all the celebrating for us both. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it would have been a really, really brilliant morning in the, in the pubs and everything all around the world. England fans unite. And uh, yeah, just an absolutely brilliant performance. We'll get onto it now and we'll just have a little talk about it. We'll start with you, Matt. Just how good was your man, Harry Kane, again? Obviously, he got the goal from the rebounded penalty, but I thought he was excellent once again, you know, showing his, his Spurs form almost this season. He was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, he was good, wasn't he? I think... Um... You know, the amount of free kicks he won was, uh, you know, really helped the team. He, you know, he took the pressure off and, yeah, I thought it was one of his most sort of rounded performances in the, in the tournament so far. And, yeah, I was in a bit of shock when he, uh, when he actually missed the pen because he doesn't miss many. Um, I was saying to Jack the next day, you know, when he goes in that corner, um, he normally does it if, if, you know, the goalie has already gone the other way. Otherwise, he would just, you know, smash it and, and, smash it. and put it low. But, um, yeah, it was it was strange to see him miss because I think he's only missed three in his in his career and he's put a lot more away. But but he got the rebound, it went in, and, and you know that's what we're all going to remember. So yeah, great performance by Kane, and yeah, really good performance by England. I actually thought they deserved to win 
by a few more goals. So, yeah, really, really good game. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously got the, the pre-assist, we'll call it, for the, for the first goal as oh, well yeah, with the, yeah. the lovely weighted through what ball to ball, Saka. Yeah. That was absolutely brilliant. I was I was in awe watching that over and over again. Just absolutely incredible. And obviously Raheem Sterling as well, probably England's player of the tournament so far. Jack had another brilliant performance as well. Probably, I would say, one of his better performances in the competition. But just how good was he as well? Yeah, he was brilliant. I think. Um, listen, I think in the Ukraine game, I thought he was he was he was really good in the Ukraine game. He carried that same form into into his last game. He could have had a hat trick, I thought, into this game as well. Um, oh, shout out to Oz Spike who's just joined us on Twitter, saying what a night! I think he was a uh, he, he he managed to fly back from Perth to uh, back to the UK and managed to go to the semi final. So Oz, I bet you are uh, absolutely loving loving the last twenty four hours in the UK. Uh, what a feeling that would must be, um, but yeah, going back to Sterling, yeah, he looked great. Could have had a hat trick, um, and he, obviously he was involved. And if um, Kaiser didn't put the goal ball ball in the back of his own in the back of the goal, I'm sure Sterling would have been on the end of that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And fingers crossed he wouldn't have missed that one. He wasn't didn't exactly have a shooting boots on for that night, but um, we have seen him miss from that sort of distance. So you never really know. But hopefully, fingers crossed in the final he can uh, he can bring his shooting boots and you know take England over the line because he's been absolutely brilliant at the Euros so far. But Oli, I want to talk about England just a little bit defensively and Carl Walker, Harry Maguire, Luke Shaw, um, you know, even John Stones, they all really stood out for me. Carl Walker in particular, I think, was absolutely brilliant. So what did you make of our performance defensively? Yeah, my man and Ashman from... Um... By a mile, sorry, uh, was Kyle Walker. He was good. I thought. I mean, we've been solid all tournament. The one free kick that we, you know, the one goal we have conceded from free kick. You know, some say picks which should have saved, but you know, from a free kick that Middle shouldn't have stood. At the end of the day, there was something in the rule that said that it shouldn't have stood. But defensively, from open play, we don't look like conceding either. So it's something that, like we say, good defenses can win tournaments. And at the moment, it may win uh, win us this one. But no, Carl Walker was brilliant. Obviously, he's so quick, isn't he? So anytime they try and play a ball in behind, you know, there's no striker or there's very few strikers in the world that are going to outpace him. And I don't think Chiro Mobley will be able to in the final. So it's a good weapon to have. Obviously, him and Maguire, you know, it's a centre-half partnership of dreams, pretty much. So hopefully, it can carry us forward to win the final. Yeah, absolutely. And Slabhead, as, as they call him, Jack, he's been brilliant all tournament as well, hasn't he? If he was playing for the first two games, I think it was that he missed, I think he'd definitely be on shout for, you know, one of the players of the tournament because he's been brilliant for England, hasn't he? Yeah, he definitely makes a difference to the team and he's got that ability to, you know, dribble forward with the ball confidently. He, he likes to pick a pass. He doesn't mind doing the direct pass even. He's not he's not bad at pinging him, but he's, um yeah. England look a lot stronger for him, uh, him being in there. I think when Mings was in there, obviously it looks okay, Mings, but you know, I think Maguire just makes that massive difference for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously the other game that was on, you know, just, just a day before was was Spain, Italy. Obviously Italy coming out as the winners in that game, but maybe a little bit hard done by, do you think, Matt? Spain, you know, controlled the game quite well, I thought, and they were quite unlucky to to lose it, definitely, I thought. Yeah, look, I agree. Um Spain were sort of on my radar for this tournament and uh, you know I really like the look of their squad I know they they didn't pick all their, their sort of best players but you know the likes of Pedri in that game was just you know phenomenal you know we talk about Phil Foden in the Premier League but you know Pedri 18 years old he just controlled that match um, you know and I think Spain were unlucky they had a lot of the ball they had opportunities and yeah they really uh, run it Italy into the ground and um, yeah it was close and obviously decided on pens but yeah very unlucky 
yeah, penalties obviously is is a cruel, cruel game, as us England fans probably know more than more than most nations out there in the world. But um, we'll move on now because you know I can see Jack and Matt are sitting there quite eagerly waiting for the the paid league. You know the standings from the paid league. So if we bring my share screen up, you'll be able to see that um, both of them technically sit inside the top three. Jack sits in second, only behind Marco Skokic. Um, you know, just sort of the couple of points behind him. So Jack sitting in second. Are you, are you feeling good going into the last match day of the season? Yeah, listen, I think England being in the finals kind of uh, overshadowed everything in the paid league, but it's um you know it's nice to be in there. I, I felt after my last round uh for the for the quarterfinals I thought oh, I'm gonna drop out of it here going into the semis, but then obviously Damsgaard put away <laughs> put away an absolute scream of a free kick. Um so that kind of helped me uh, going into this one. We kind of recovered uh, where I'd lost ground or potentially could have lost ground. So he's put me back in that mixer and in second place. Yeah, excited to be there. Um, just got to keep a cool head now, not choke. Yeah, absolutely. Just got to, you know, you could probably afford to just stay with the pack and do what most people are going to do. Don't need to take too many risks if you're happy with, yeah. you know, sitting in second place. So you've got to sort of think about it in that sort of sense. But Matt, obviously you are, as you can see on screen there, joint third with, with your mate, James Gasden. So it's going to be a, a little bit of a rivalry between you two. Are you watching the final together, do you think? Yeah, yeah. We'll be watching the final together and... Um... We've already had a bit of a chat about, you know, our potential strategies going into the final. Um, so yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. He's he's pretty happy because he's above his brother. So um, you know, he, he looks like he's got that one wrapped up. And then, yeah, I think for me, it's um, you know just trying to get that that third. If I can push Jack in second, then great. I think first is just a bit too far. But yeah, if I can get third, then you know, brilliant. After the uh, you know the mess I was in after the quarters. So um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll be happy to get some prize money hopefully, but James will uh, will want to want to get me. Yeah, and as, as we talk about the Gazdans there, Matt has just said on Facebook, should I get a tattoo in anticipation of football coming home? And I, I'm not going to advise it too heavily, mate, but absolutely, I think, absolutely get it and <laughs> put it all over the social pages. And then when it pulls off, you'll be known as a genius, mate. So absolutely go for that. And as, as, you know, as we're talking about him now, he sits in eighth in the mini league, as we can see, just Matt Cowling, Kieran King and Martin Watchhorn above him. And um, yeah, the, the paid league's really shaping up. And obviously, Jack, the, the top three do get the prize money. So if, if you and the guru can both stay in there, then it'll be a pretty good representation of the podcast, don't you think? Yeah, that's it. It's only going to do us hopefully, hopefully well in there. I think everyone in the paid league's kind of taking some, you know, some takeaways and some tips, some opinions, a bit of nonsense from us. But ultimately, you know, we've, um, we've got a close community in there and us being near the top is, is a good sign. Hopefully that we've, um, well, we've had a lot of luck for one, maybe, uh, but number two, uh, that we've uh, sharing some good insights. Um, but I think uh, Marco Skoko in there has got the bit of the advantage, just being a neutral. I know he's a Croatian, so I think having that uh, that neutral kind of outlook. Whereas uh, obviously, I'm going to be well, we're very heavily <laughs> favoured towards England. Um, he's got a bit of that insight where he might pick a couple of Italians to balance it up. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Marco Skokic, who sits first in the paid league, finds himself ninth in the uh, the free league. And, you know, the free league is obviously, you know, a lot more a lot more points in first place, 419 points. And I think, were you saying before, Matt, that he's 16th in the world? That he was after the um, the Italy-Spain game. If, uh, I think if we yeah, click on his profile and then if you go on to the, um, his points at the top, he might still be sitting in that sort of top 20 in the world, which is, you know, Phenomenal for our league. Um, Is that it there? Rank? Rank six? 
Oh God, he could be six wow. in the world then. You know, wow. Wow. So we've got wow. we've, we've got to find him, haven't we? We got to, you know, we got to top. Uh, yeah, he, he's found yeah. us, so must be able to yeah, find him. Yeah, so. I'll, I'll just check um, by clicking yeah. on Mohamed Omar's, and yep, yeah, sixth in the world. That is absolutely insane because it says he's ranked eighty-three in second place there. So sixth in the world in in our in our free league is is absolutely insane. Obviously, we had Amazing. the second in Australia in uh, in Ospike, didn't we? But um, you know, sixth in the world is absolutely insane to be sitting in our our free league there. And the question just begs. Why won't you enter in the paid league? Because you know you would have got a lot, a lot of money from that. You'd like to think so. Uh, yeah. you know, you've got to back yourself, Daniel. If you're listening, get in touch, mate, and, and reach out, and uh, hopefully, we can get him on the uh, pod, especially if he wins. Oh, absolutely! Well, he's amazing, 16, wouldn't it? Sixteen points clear of second place, Mohamed Omar. And then, yeah, there's not really too much else to talk about with the free league there. Marco Skokic is probably going to finish inside the top 10. And then I think it's Rory Gorman there, one of uh, one of Ollie's mates, I think it was. Oh, nice. Uh, sits, sits there in ninth from the uh, the FPL league as Good well. Play, so Rory. He's, found, he's found himself yeah, up there uh, as well. So, um, yeah, old school mate of mine is a Middlesbrough lad, is Rory. So, uh, yeah, I'll be buzzing with that. Um, you know, I've kept in contact with him over the Euros over fantasy. That's how we pretty much reconnected because I pretty much lost touch with him for a few years. But, you know, he takes me all the time. I fancy he's a better player than uh, than me at the moment. So, fair play, Rory. Well done, mate. He's texting you, not not for advice, surely, just to tell you how good he's doing. <laughs> mate, Screenshot he, of he the uh, position. <laughs> a, bit of, a bit of both, really. For some reason, for some stupid reason, he actually asked me for advice. I don't know why. I hope he doesn't he to see it. what. just wanted to see what you were doing so we could do the opposite, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Did, a bit of reverse psychology on you there mate I definitely because I don't know why he'd be going to you for advice he's got to get in our our discord so we can get in touch with the guru for the for the best advice but um we'll move on to your team now Jack and 33 points you sit second in the league you got to be pretty happy with yourself at the minute you know sort of just not not the best score this week but you know it's it's got you the points that you need to stay up there in that mini league so 33 points just take us through your team mate yeah obviously uh I went for a bit of a differential, if I'm honest, on the, for the during the Spain-Italy. Uh, I had uh, Ferran Torres as my captain. Uh, I was thinking might, he might be able to step up because obviously um, I, I talk, and everyone was going for Morata, weren't they? And I thought, oh, thought trying to do something a little bit different. So Gerard Moreno came into my team. He'd been coming on as a substitute, obviously, a lot for Spain. Um, so I brought him in instead of Morata. Uh, Morata didn't start either, so I was kind of buzzing when I saw that. I thought, oh. You know, he's lost faith in him there, but he's come on and bloody scored, hasn't he? And Ferran Torres, uh, I think he he came off for Morata. So that kind of went, uh, my my differential captain uh, went down the pan. Um, so I went into the, you know, the England-Denmark game, heavy, like relying heavily on trying to pick up a score. Uh, captain Harry, of course. Uh, and then obviously Dam's guy got that free kick, pulled me back in. So, if, you know, if he didn't perform, uh, I definitely would have been level points with uh, that third place with uh, the Guru and um, and James. So Dam's got free kick helped out. And obviously Sterling played well in there, got me the po- some points. And uh, yeah, maybe a couple of moves. You know, Pickford wasn't sure if England were going to concede or not, but obviously I just backed Jordan there, even though he did have a bit of a, a wobble, didn't he? Um, but yeah, apart from that, not too bad, low, quite a low score, but everyone was scoring low this round, weren't they? Yeah, obviously, you know, with only two games going on, you know, that there wasn't too many goals. It was five in the round. So, yeah, there was never going to be, um, you know, the 100-plus the point week. So I'd be very surprised if anyone out there in the world did manage to get that. But um, keeping faith for Harry Kane for the for the final, do you think, Jack, is, is your captain pick? Um, I probably just need to have a proper look at the team, boys. I'm probably going to go Harry or Sterling, I reckon. Um so one of them too, yeah. 
as long as it's not an Italian asset, mate, that is all good. I don't, with yeah, I, I don't think I can do that to myself, but um, you know, someone else out there might be looking at those ones, and I'm sure the Guru will be, and James will be trying to play mind games with each other and uh, and trying to pick something different in there, like obviously Chiesa for one, I, I imagine. <laughs> As, as we can see there on the screen now from uh, from the guru, Chiesa, captain, 14 points for his 40-point week. So uh, I'll let you take it away, Matt, and explain your week. Yeah, it wasn't too bad, actually. And um, I was happy with Chiesa. Um, he looked brilliant in the uh, in the quarterfinal. Um, he's, he's looked good every time he's kind of appeared in this tournament. I just had a feeling I'd, I'd seen uh, the day before that he'd scored against Spain in a friendly and it was an unbelievable goal and he actually scored a similar one in this um, semi-final so yeah he was always going to be in my side and got a bit lucky with with the captain not needing to kind of change it the next day um i went pretty heavy on on defense in england sort of expecting a clean sheet um but obviously that that didn't didn't pay off um and then in midfield i put olmo olmo in there from spain and he got the assist so i was pretty happy with that again i so a little read before I saw there was an injury to uh, Sarabia, um, and he was the direct replacement. So that that paid off nicely, and then yeah, sort of Kane and, and Sterling, um, you know, helping out uh, with goal goal and assists. Um, so yeah, pretty uh, pretty good week, and yeah, going into the final, it's yeah, it's just about you know, am I going to split six and six, or you know, go eight from one team and six from an, uh, sorry three from another? I'm not not too sure. Sorry, six and five, and and um, you know, eight and three. I'm not too sure. Um, I've got to try and put my, um, you know, be a bit more not, not have Take the rose tinted glasses, glasses on. Off. Yeah, yeah, and just have a proper think because, like, you know, Italy have been very, very good in this tournament. So, um, you know, I've got to look at their assets as well. But yeah, not too sure what I'm going to do. Um, yeah, captain's armband, probably similar to Jack. You know, Sterling Kane maybe if there's going to be an Italian then yeah may, maybe uh, I don't know Barella or someone like that if I'm going to push him or Insigne but uh, I don't know we'll see yeah well um, unfortunately I've got well fortunately for me I've got nothing to lose you know sort of heading into the, the final day so um, it's all guns blazing for me for England but we will get onto the transfers later but yeah as we say Matt absolutely brilliant week from you there mate so uh, yeah hats off to you I managed to get myself 36 points uh, my captain on the first day was actually Morata and I decided to switch it over to Harry Kane so a little bit of a mistake for me there but um, didn't really matter if he was able to tuck the first penalty away wouldn't have affected me but it was only two points in the end so him and Kane were the ones from the forward line that managed to fire and Mobley obviously didn't manage to do anything once again he's sort of um, slowly sort of tapering out his tournament he's not really been you know among the goals too heavily for Italy recently but um, Sterling you know winning the penalty in my opinion very very soft penalty won't say it wasn't a penalty but um, quite a soft penalty. But obviously, we were robbed of one in the first half as well, where Harry Kane should have had, you know, the the two penalty one points in my opinion. But um, less said about that, the better. Scored doesn't matter into the final, and then uh, Insigne and Grealish didn't manage to do anything. Grealish subbed on, subbed off just a little bit later as well for Southgate. One of Southgate's favourites, Kieran Trippier. Um, shocking, but not too shocking at the same time, considering. Um, the, the situation and then Damsgaard everyone's been talking about his free kick personally as a uh, as an England fan I think Pickford could have done better was quite central the free kick I thought if it was a little bit more to the left um yeah but I think you know dinosaur arms as we call them during the FPL <laughs> season um yeah probably could have done maybe just a little bit better there but um 
obviously, as we say in the end, didn't matter at all. And then Walker and Shaw managed to get me to two points each. And then Marla, who was, you know, deadly quiet in that game. I was expecting, you know, a little bit more from him, but Saka and Walker managed to keep him quiet on the uh, on the right-hand side as well. So, yeah, 36 points for me. And um, as I said, I've got nothing to lose. So it's going to be all England for me when we uh, when we get onto the, the preview for the next round a bit later. But, um, Ollie, I'm going to ask you about your team now. And you've had a little bit of a nightmare, mate, because I was saying before, Pablo Sarabia is your captain for the first day. Absolutely fine. Forgetting to change your captain's armband off of him and him getting auto-subbed to your bench for getting zero points. Probably not the best thing to do, mate. But um, take us through your team. Mate, look, I'll be I'll be honest with you. I, I I tried to log in on the app and it wouldn't let me for some reason. And then from, from that point, I tried to log in just before the England game. Couldn't do it. And then just thought, you know what? I don't care. I honestly don't. And that was, it was the first time for for a football. I know with AFL this year, sometimes I felt quite disconnected, so I haven't really bothered. First time for a football deadline, I was like, I just, I don't mind. England's more important. I have a massive semi final. I'm just going to leave it. And I, and, I, and I didn't even check before today what I even got. So I'm like, I probably had a shocking score anyway. My team's probably down the pan as it is. I don't need to change my captain. So I didn't. Sounds like a man who's given up, to be honest. Um, I mean, that's that's the beauty of fantasy football, right? You know, you either you either doing well and you're keeping your eye on your team, or you know, uh, everything's gone wrong and you're uh, you're ready to retire. I've right? Made my, I've made my transfers for the final. Um, so oh, so you have managed to get it, into the app. So I've managed now. It worked. Uh, it didn't work when I needed it to. So, uh, so look, to be honest with you. I, I'm, I'm obviously it's going to be a one-time thing it's not going to be something like um, it's not going to be a, a big thing where I'm going to forget it every week it'll be this week and that'll be it so it is what it is well fingers crossed you know you can maybe pull out manager of the match day for the final with your your five transfers or something mate but um, yeah 28 points and uh, yeah not not probably not the best shown for Calvin you Phillips but is captain. Calvin Phillips was your captain or is your captain no Put Calvin Phillips as captain, and I'll make manager of the week. Hundred percent. I think Yorkshire I had. I think, what, what, when I logged back in, when I when I actually got to log back in, you know, seventy three days later than I needed to. Um, Calvin Phillips was my captain, and I was really confused because obviously I didn't put it as Calvin Phillips, but he must have come off the bench for Sarabia because Sarabia yeah. obviously was my captain. So uh, maybe I give the Yorkshire the armband and see where we go. Well, um, probably the less said about your your team, the better, mate. So we'll move on to yours now. It's that man, Dave, and better than Ollie. So that's all that really matters. 31 points. And you did manage to change your captain, um, I'm assuming, because it's on Harry Kane. It's not on Pablo Sarabia, who isn't actually even in your team. So uh, take us through your team, mate. Uh, yeah, look, I've been pretty up and down this tournament. I've generally had a good week followed by a pretty horrible week. And um, I did okay this week with the 31 points. And and luckily got to 31 points thanks to uh, Sterling deciding to take a dive in the box, which which gave me a few extra points. Um, yeah, so, you know, probably went fairly heavy on England um, without going too hard and, um, you know, shared it around between the other three teams, which has given me a bit of a headache coming for the final. I've got a fair few changes I've got to make. I think there's six guys I'll have to, to look to get rid of. Um, uh so what did i have so i had yeah kane and a mobile up top and then um 
Torres, Hoiberg, uh, Verratti and Signe and Sterling in the midfield. Uh, Laporte, Maguire and Shaw in defence. So very heavy on England there. Uh, and then uh, I went with Simon as the keeper over Pickford, uh, which, look, in the end didn't make a lot of difference, but there was just a little sort of differential thinking that uh, most people would probably go for Pickford. Um, yeah, so did all right in the end, but, you know, could have been better. Absolutely. And as long as you're not, you know, if you're able to get into the app and, and change your captain's armband, then you, you're doing better than Ollie. So that's all that really matters. But um, yeah, the extra point from Unai Simon and Jordan Pickford, you know, it's those little fine margins that can, you know, be the difference between you and someone else in the mini league. So yeah, a, a, a really decent week from you there, mate. And, you know, as we say, your, your team's looking quite healthy for the final. You've got obviously got the two England assets on the bench, so you should probably be all right for uh, fielding a full 11 and everything like that. So, uh, yeah, a really good week from you, uh, Statman Dave. And um, as, as I can see in the bottom of the screen, I've only just seen him, is, uh, is Chris Reed, the man himself, the uh, the England representative of uh, everything fantasy and everything England. So uh, how are you doing, mate? Are we getting on, mate? Just uh, sneaked in there under the radar, didn't I? You know, uh, not like uh, mate. Enjoying everyone's everyone's previews of their team and, and whatnot. I'm uh, I'm good. Yeah, amazing. Obviously, based on the first preview of the Euros that you did when you all were doing the tournament predicting, you know, we're kind of giggling about England winning it. <laughs> Statman was sat there quietly going, "Belgium are just going to smash everyone," uh, <laughs> and England have made it obviously to the final. I mean. It puts a smile on everyone's face, even Statman. He can't help himself. Um, the beard. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm good. Thanks. I'm good. I'm good, mate. Uh, it's it's good to see you, lads. Yeah, absolutely. good to see you too, as well, Reedy. I, I think we had. I want to say we had England France in the final on our little. Oh, it, was, it was England Belgium. I was looking for. Oh, it was today. it? Was it? Uh, it was England, it was England Belgium because we had Belgium to beat Italy, so we just we got it the wrong way around. Oh, so we were that close. We were that close. Um, yeah, obviously England won it in in both our mindsets in that predictor anyway. So you know we're, we're obviously going to be right, and it's going to come home, isn't it, Reedy? But um, we'll move on to your team now. And similarly to Matt, you know you've had a really really good week, forty points. So I just take us through your teammate. Yeah, yeah, um, not too bad to be fair. Would have liked a bit higher, um, and. Yeah, yeah, again, I mean, I did get into the app. I did manage to get on mine and sort me captain out. Sorry to uh, say it again, Ollie. But, you know, um, it all came down to that being the, the difference between me um, uh, not winning the uh, the match round or the, the match day um, prize. But, you know, I went with England assets, you know, five of those. Um, Spain, uh, who basically... It was it was a toss of a coin really for the Spain. I already had them think from the previous round, so obviously I was going to keep them in there. Um, and they didn't manage to keep a clean sheet, um, but you know I got a couple of points for them. And uh, really, my main points came from the likes of Chiesa, Damsgaard, uh, as Chat mentioned, the absolute uh, rocket of a free kick. Uh, T Rex arms couldn't help him help himself. There we go. That's what it. we like to see on the podcast. T Rex arms. Thank you, Reed. He just he just couldn't help it. You know, he was uh, he was a nervous wreck. I think Pickford, but yeah, you know, you know luckily the defenders um, stepped up. Maguire outstanding. Um, but yes, yeah, Sterling again got an assist um, with the penalty. Don't know if you guys seen that one. Might maybe a bit lucky to actually get the penalty because not because 50, of the foul. Fifty fifty, mate. There was there was two balls two on balls. the pitch. Yeah, two balls on the pitch. Now, now we can I say. I thought I was seeing double. 
No, CGI, mate. Well, isn't it CGI? That's what it was. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we got the pen, so that's all that matters, I suppose. And then, uh, yeah, I captained Harry Kane. I decided to switch it and go for it. Why not? And uh, he managed to uh, miss the pen, but also get the rebound. Shoot to assist, we call it in the FIFA world. Uh, so, you know. Uh, yeah, that's it, really. I, I, I kind of got 40. It was. It could have been better. could have captained Chaser or could have captained Damsgaard. But, you know, I was just... Just hoping Harry Kane would, um, you know, get a couple. But he got the one, and that's all that mattered. Yeah, I was going to say, and he did, and, you know, you've got to go. As an Englishman, I think it's only right that you sort of go with an English asset. You know, you've, as Matt was saying, you've got the it's coming home glasses on, and you don't want to take them off until the tournament's over, until, you know, the the, the slight, slight possibility that our hearts do get ripped out once again. But um, as we said, it's not happening because it's coming home. And uh, yeah, 40 points from you, Reedy, is a really, really good week. And obviously, as we said, a little bit unlucky not to get manager of the match day. But um, as, as we're speaking of manager of the match day, we might as well uh, reveal who has won it for the semi-finals. And it's a, a familiar face to, to the podcast and a very familiar face to the guru. It was Renee Karakosis or, uh, or Guru Kosis. As, as we should now dub her as the, the guru of the household, Matt. You know, you've lost your title. Um, unable to win a manager of the match day so far. So um, how do you feel about this? Yeah, look, I've got to, got to hold my hands up and say, you know, well done to her. And um, yeah, I'm pretty happy that, that she's won it, to be honest. Like one of us has got it. Um, but, you know, I think um, Ollie was, was sort of saying on the Instagram socials earlier, um, you know, he was asking, you know, she obviously she's the, the true guru now. And I said, where do you think I've been getting all these tips tips from in the first place? So, um, you know, it, it, she is the, uh, you know, the inside, the inside lady. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's been exposed now. So unfortunately, she's not <laughs> going to be appearing on the podcast, but um, yeah, we'll have to get her on for the, the fancy Premier League season, give her her own sort of the proper guru section, I think we could call it or something like that. We could have Matt's first, Renee's afterwards, and we could get all the uh, all the proper information. But um, yeah, congratulations to you, Renee. You take the uh, the thirty Aussie dollar prize, and um, yeah, obviously the paid league as we went through it before, it's heating up massively, and you know it's going to be a really close finish for the uh, the second and third places, especially. So uh, keep your eyes on that, and um, that wraps up the review section of the podcast. So if we move on now, we'll um, we'll have a look at the fixture of the round. And in the past couple of weeks, we've sort of picked, you know, an asset or two from each game and, you know, who we think would is really going to perform. But um, obviously, as it is the final, there's only one game to pick from. So I think if we all sort of go for one separate asset, um, trying to keep it as non-biased as possible. But um, yeah, we'll start with you, Jack, from England and Italy. If you had to pick one, doesn't have to be a differential, can be as obvious as you want. Just give us a little bit of insight onto who you think is going to be the main person. I'm just going to say the most obvious one that you've got to look at, and it's Sterling. <laughs> I think Raheem Sterling, on fire. I think he's been, like I said before, we touched on it, last two games been even more impressive than his early ones where he was scoring as well. But I think he is he's here, there and everywhere. He played the whole game, played all of extra time. He still looked great. Uh, getting in the right positions. Obviously, he didn't score, but he was involved in the goals. Um, involved in one of the goals. And I don't know, he's just, he's just a man on fire, isn't he? I'm still not going to pick him for FPL, but you know, for your Rose, he's, he's still going to be the man. Um, I'm going to back and like I say, he's, he's going to be a, a, a captain contender. Um, you know, Southgate is a massive fan of him. Doesn't really like taking him off. He's, he's For his age and his experience, that's why he's, I think he keeps him on that pitch, Johnny. He doesn't like rotating him. 
rotating him off. So, um, yeah, Sterling's the man. Um, so if you haven't got him in yet, you've got to get him in. Yeah, absolutely. And I, it's funny you say that about FPL. I got a little notification from the uh, from the Premier League app today saying is Sterling being overlooked at 11 million or so what he's priced at. And I just looked at it, I laughed and, you know, I had a little swipe at the notification. Clear yeah. that. He's not he's not going in me, my fantasy team for the season. But um, as long as he's doing it in an England shirt and as you say, he's a good option because, he, you know, we've seen it time and time again. This, this tournament doesn't really get subbed off as he usually plays the full 90 or 120 and, you know, Southgate really likes to keep him on so I think it's a really safe pick to go with Sterling and as you say he's probably a really high contender for the armband but if we move on to you now Statman you're probably going to be the only person uh, to choose an Italy asset if you choose to do so but who are you going to go with? Look I did consider an Italy asset but I'm actually going to go Luke Shaw. He's, Come on uh, Statman. He's, uh, <laughs> he's a bit of an attacking threat down the back I think for the tournament I'm just looking at it now he's got four clean sheets and he's had three assists um, and he's the second highest scorer of all the remaining players behind Sterling. So he's a he's he's one that I've had in my team for the last couple of weeks and uh, been pretty happy to own. Yeah, absolutely, and definitely one that you know probably should be going into your FPL teams as opposed to Raheem Sterling for the season as well. So he's been absolutely brilliant so far. Luke Shaw, as you say, one of the top assisters in the competition in England. You know they haven't been leaking too many goals. Obviously, just the one, so they still haven't conceded from open play as well. So that's pretty insane to me. But um, yeah, Luke Shaw and Raheem Sterling so far. Guru, who are you going to add to that list? I'll go Harry Kane. Go on. <laughs> it's just the obvious one, isn't it? Harry Kane, your <laughs> man. England, yeah. Got to put him in, I think, for the final. And, um, you know, I think if I'm going to have to pick one, you know, he stands out. He was brilliant in the last match and he was involved in both goals. Um, yeah, so he's got to go in from an England point of view. Um, if you want me to pick an Italian, probably Chiesa. Yeah. Probably, probably two proper safe bets there, I think. You know, obviously, Chiesa won't be doing much in the game, but if anyone was likely to do anything, <laughs> it'd probably be him. But everyone knows England's keeping a clean sheet. 2-0 England inside 90 minutes, I reckon, and uh, it's coming home. So, Kane, Sterling, Shaw, Ollie, who else are you going to add? We really like the, the ones that jump off the page have been sort of cherry-picked. So, I'll go with... A bit of an outside one. Uh, Bukayo Saka, I think he'll sort. And obviously got the assist for the Kieran goal. And I think he's been quality when he's when he's got on the ball. Um, obviously, you know, he likes to make those runs in behind, plays the ball forward. Um, so I think he's a very progressive player, Bukayo Saka. And I think, you know, if he gets a chance with the ball with his feet, potentially he might do something. I think he'll start ahead of Foden. I don't think Gareth Southgate should, uh, should change anything. So if Saka does start, obviously, I mean, we'll get the lineup before the deadline. So if Saka starts, everyone to look at. Yeah, absolutely. Saka running at, you know, someone like Emerson does excite me quite a little bit myself. So um, he's obviously one that we'll get onto transfers just after we do this. But he's one that I've looked to get in for my team as well, because I think, as you say, he's probably one that's nailed on to start. Um, you know, hasn't really done much to warrant being dropped. You know, Sancho played there against Ukraine and stuff like that. But yeah, Saka probably um, is probably one of the safe ones to start, I think. So yeah, really good pick from you there. And then uh, the final one, Reedy, who are you going to pick? What have you left me with here, boys? Hey, Defenders. Pickford. Pickford. I was going to say. Um, oh, I mean, I, I want to say Mount in a way, but I don't know if he'll start. I'd love to say Grealish, but obviously got taken off and I don't think he's 
I don't think he's in Gareth City, uh, Southgate's plans to start like like he hasn't been most of the tournament really. So I'll tell you what, I'll go for Slabbed. <laughs> Maguire in there. You know, hopefully yeah. he'll get another another um, a goal like he has this tournament and get his head on the end of it and just you know smash Benucci and uh, Chiellini to pieces on a court, on a set piece. So yeah. you know, I'll go for Maguire. I think you know he's been solid. So you know. He'll do the job. Yeah, he's been brilliant at the tournament so far and obviously does pop up with, you know, the occasional goal from set pieces because he is such a massive presence in the uh, opposition penalty box and everything like that. So some really good picks there. Sterling, Shaw, Kane, Saka and uh, and Maguire, obviously. So if you're looking to get, you know, sort of five players in your teams, I think they're probably, you know, really good bets and keep away from as many Italian assets as you can obviously as well so that's probably my best advice to you but um, if we move on to our sort of uh, sort of transfers now obviously I can't see um, if anyone has made theirs yet but um, we'll just sort of have a little discussion about it so I'll bring your team up uh, on the screen Jack just so we can see you know who you've got to get rid of or you, you don't have to get rid of anyone obviously because there is only going to be one game so subs are pretty useless unless um, you know auto subs but um, are you sort of anyone on your radar that you think you're nailed on to get in? Um, I think I'd add maybe one or two more Italians in there um, just so I've got probably three moves to make um, you know with the Danish Danish and Torres to come out from what you see obviously the striker options there's not really uh, any any option to do that so probably be um, you know a 3-5-2 or a 4-4-2 4-4-2 sounds about right seems appropriate um, for, for England <laughs> um, but going uh, yeah I think midfield-wise, probably an Italian Chiesa on the radar. Um, uh, maybe another, maybe a full-back. I think, yeah, Carl Walker will probably come in there as well. Um, and probably one more that I've just got to maybe weigh up and see. You know, do you gamble on a midfielder? You know, maybe a Saka or, you know, even Sancho. Sancho will get a start. I don't know. You just don't know what Gareth's going to do. So, um, yeah. yeah, maybe maybe a random differential like that, but... It's just, uh, yeah, like Ollie said, you've got a, you've got a quite a late one. So maybe when I'm in the pub uh, in, in the morning, yeah, on, as, on long as, as long as you can sign in, as long as you can as sign on, in, as long as you can sign in, get a signal. Otherwise, yeah, I'll have to, yeah, try and see what that team lineup looks like and, and get, uh, get a player in last second. Yeah, and I think it's a really good point that you raised, Jack. You know, with the differentials because obviously there is only one game, so you you can't afford to have you know four players that are still going to be playing the game on your bench if you know your your transfer amount will let you. So you could definitely go with you know a couple of fringe players that you think might play, might not start them, and then they'll obviously get auto subbed if you put you know your reliable ones on the bench. But um, it just depends if you're willing to take that risk. You know, heading into the last game of the season. But yeah, it's going to be a, a lot of similar transfers from each other, I feel. But but, um, Dave, if we bring up your team as well, um, you know, there's only a couple that you've got to make as well. You know, I'm going to assume that you're going to um, actually start Pickford this time and back him in. And uh, obviously, John Stones is also sat on your bench. So you don't, really don't have to do too much with your team. But are you going to look to get, you know, a couple of Italian assets into your team, do you think? Yeah, I think probably the main ones I'll be looking to bring in is a couple of midfielders to replace Torres and Hoiberg. Um, probably Chiesa, maybe... Uh, Jorginho or, or Grealish, like Jorginho is on penalties, so you know potentially if there's if there's penalties involved, and he's you know the penalty he took in the in the shootout the other night was pretty special. So you know I think if he gets the opportunity to to take one, he's going to score it. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point that you raise. You know, not a lot has said 
has been said about Jorginho um, as, in a fantasy sense at, at, the, at the Euros so far. It's been all about the Verattis, the Locatellis, the Barellas and stuff like that. But as we said all season with FPL, you know, he is the penalty taker. He was Chelsea's, I think he was the top scorer in the Premier League just because of penalties. So, you know, he's he's definitely, you know, a good one to have. And as Jack was saying with the differentials, he's a good one to just have on your bench or even if you want to start him on, on a fringe. You know, England obviously aren't going to be giving away any penalties or anything like that. But um, if they do... You know, you'd probably back Jorginho to put it away against Dinosaur Arms. So, uh, is, is, everyone, know, but... is everyone touching wood there, by the way? Do you want to... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Giving away, giving away pens. <laughs> what the hell? Well, if he does, then hats off to you, Dave. To start my Dave, I think Jorginho was in your team all, all season, money for FPL. Uh, uh, no, I think you're a fan of his now for a bit. Certainly at the start of Euros, I had him in, and then he wasn't oh, okay. really getting those pen opportunities. So he, he found his way out pretty quickly. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I think it's a, a, a decent one to mention. I haven't gone within with my team. As you can see, I've already made my transfers this morning. Um, very England heavy. Started the, the three Italian assets, which unfortunately you have to. If I could, I would be fielding 11 England players. But um, Immobile, Insigne and Emerson are the Italian assets that are all going to blank. And then Harry Kane, Raheem Sterling, Jack Grealish, Bakayo Saka, Carl Walker, Luke Shaw, Harry Maguire and Jordan Pickford. Are the uh, the players that will be starting for me, and then as you can see, four Ital- Italian assets sitting on the bench that are also going to do nothing, and uh, the England boys are going to bring it home for me. And yeah, as we, as we were saying, you know, it's going to be an interesting one because I think you know a lot of people are going to have very similar teams. There's only two um, teams playing, so it's going to be all about the differentials, don't you reckon, Matt? As we bring up your team now. Um, it's going to be quite difficult, as, as I was saying, to sort of break away in your mini leagues, it's, you know, the final game of the season. So you and Jack, I'm actually quite envious of your position because you're sitting quite comfortably. And if you just do what most other people do, you'll probably be pretty safe, don't you think? You're on mute, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, boys. Um, yeah, I, th- I think so. I think... Um... You know, there's not too much that needs to be changed there. I've already got, you know, the Italians have pulled through and, and made their way through to the final. And I've got I think, six England players in there. So I've got room for a couple of more if I want to back England. Um, you know, I think, um, yeah, I think Dave's uh, point with Giorgino is a good one. Um, you know, I think getting him in as one of the Italians isn't a bad shout. If, you know, they do get a penalty, we know they like a, you know, a fall in the box as well. Um, so I'd probably be looking at someone like that. Um you know, and then I guess it's just a case of am I going to back a whole English defence and maybe put the Italian defenders on the bench with a you know, hope that England might get a clean sheet. Yeah, it's a tough one. So, um, yeah, pretty much most of the, the players I like are already there. You know, Kane, Sterling, uh, Luke Shaw, Maguire. Um, so, yeah, it's just trying to scrape a differential or two, which, yeah, there's really not much out there, is there? So. No, not at all. And obviously it would be ludicrous for both managers to be, you know, playing those players that are the differentials that, you know, haven't been playing for a lot of the tournament in the in the final. So it's going to be a, definitely a, a really, really interesting one. But um, yeah, if you are sitting pretty high in, in the mini leagues and stuff like that, then you're probably doing quite well for yourself. Um, Reedy, we'll go to you finally for your sort of transfers. And again, not much that you've got to do with your team. Just get a couple of those players out and then you'll be pretty good to go, do you think? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it'd be a case of getting Saka in there and um, the likes of. Um, trying to think now. Um, Stones. Oh, Kyle Walker. Sorry, Kyle Walker. Um, probably get him in there. But yeah, it's pretty much set. 
Uh, I've got Panucci on. I don't know that. <laughs> Alexa, is it coming home? Siri, can you there? Uh, Alexa, is it coming home? Oh my giddy aunt! After fifty-five years of hurt, Siri really might be coming home at last. <laughs> and it smells amazing. Come on! <laughs> what is going on? Gotta get me an Alexa. Oh, that is brilliant. Alexa's loving life there. I've had to switch it off, unfortunately. Uh, this is, uh, you know, Can you swing Caroline for us? Brilliant, <laughs> <laughs> no, love it. Um, but yeah, like I say, I've got I've got Benucci and um, someone else on the bench as well, an Italy asset on the bench. Um, I've got Donnarumma, so I think it's going to be like yourself, El. Uh, I think I'm going to probably leave most of them on the bench, um, and then you know get all the England England lads on. So. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it, really. It's just like like Matt was saying, you can't really get any differentials. It's we all want to go with our with our hearts. We all want England to win, so we're going to get as many England players in there as possible, really. So, yeah, absolutely, mate. And that wraps up our, our sort of transfers. And just the reminder, uh, it's coming home. So if we move on now to the final guru section for Euro 2020 by the one and only Matt Day or at FPL underscore addicts on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, just a quick reminder, if you're not in the Discord, you know, for the upcoming FPL season, especially, you know, head to www.e-sportslivenow.com.au slash FPL addicts. You know, you get direct access to the guru, um, you know, advice, tips, everything. So absolutely loves to be bugged with uh, with all the, the, the fantasy queries and everything because, you know, that's all he does all day is he sits in his office, analyzes the stats and everything and uh, tries to help everyone out with their fantasy. But um, for the last time for Euro 2020, Matt, you've got your ones to watch, your captain choices and your curveball captain. So take it away, mate. Yeah, look, thanks, Elliot. And yeah, look, here we are into the final and um, yeah, very slim pickings, I must say, for you know, for these ones to watch and differentials, there's only a couple in there. You know, same goes for the uh, for the captains. There's uh, obviously only one match. So if we start with the, you know, the differentials, a few of them have already been mentioned. I'll, I'll go with uh, you know Saka um, for England if he does. <laughs> he just connected again. <laughs> uh, you're on mute, Jack. Jack, you're on well, mute. <laughs> I'm on mute as well. Here we go. We're having American, are you, aren't we? Are you, are you doing the guru section, Jack? Oh, not today. I, I know I'm above him, but <laughs> sorry, boys. That's all right. Um, anyway, continuing on. Yeah, Saka. I think if he gets a start, you know, we've got until deadline. You know, like we have with all the tournament, and there's the, you know, the first game or only game in this case. So we've got to a deadline. Um, so uh, you know, I'd probably recommend you know waiting on your transfers. Um, but he's definitely a differential and. Yeah, I'm gonna. The other sort of two differentials are gonna have to be from Italy. I think um, you know Verratti uh, in that midfield. I don't think he's in everyone's team. Um, you know, and he is very good on the ball. And that's probably the one area that I think Italy can exploit England is in that central area. Um, you know, I think he's a brilliant player. Um, so he's definitely a differential for me. And then the other one, um, you know, if Saka's playing for England and he's pushing up high. And um, then it gives someone like Emerson, who at Chelsea has been very attacking when he does get minutes. Um, I do recall him scoring in the Champions League this season when he got some time. Um, he's a very attacking fullback. He doesn't play much. He's probably going to be quite, um, you know, fresh. Um, and to be honest, he's probably really the only sort of player that you're not really going to see in anyone's team. So 
Um, you know, if he does get a goal or gets an assist or you know a clean sheet, it's going to be um, you know, a real differential pick. So yeah, that that's really uh, really the three that I think you know could potentially help you gain uh, gain some points. There's, there's not much to uh, to pick from. Yeah, and obviously two of them differentials for a reason because they're going to do absolutely nothing against England. Fingers crossed. But um, head on to your, your captain picks now, mate. Who have you gone with? Yeah, looks. Uh, I think for captains. Yeah, Raheem Sterling, who everyone's mentioned, is probably a good good pick. I think Renee actually said, you know, he's the uh, he's the one to pick for this. Um, you know, she's pretty confident, so I put him at the top of the list. Um, obviously, Harry Kane, I think for England as well. Um, and Luke Shaw, um, who's been mentioned, I think they're the three for England that you should really look at. Um, and then if we're going to look at the Italian captains, then uh, Chiesa, brilliant player, um, definitely him. And then Insigne, um, you know, he gets a lot of shots on goal, um, you know, very good player. Um, you know, and he's someone as well that, um, you know, could be a little bit under underlooked for this one because obviously there's a big heavy focus uh, from England from a lot of people. So yeah, they're, they're probably the... Um, you know, sort of the main captains I would I would look at. Yeah, and obviously if Renee's saying to, to get Raheem Sterling, you probably want to listen to her advice as much as you listen to the gurus. So you heard it here first, Raheem Sterling is, is the captain pick for the uh, for the final. But do you have a, a little curveball for us, mate? Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'll go with Barella, uh for Barella from uh, from Italy. Um Serie A player of the season. Um you know, he's had uh, a couple of games in this tournament where he's, you know, he, he might have scored, got an assist, uh, got some pretty good points. You know, he tends to control games. And yeah, look, like I said, I've got to take the England bias away and think about the good assets from this Italian team. And like I said before, so one area for England that does concern me sometimes is, is the midfield. And I just think that is a very strong um, position for Italy. And, you know, he's got tendencies to kind of control control these games. And um, yeah, I think it's a curveball. Um, he could he could really be one because you're going to get a lot of people on Sterling, Kane, um, and probably you know your Chiesa. So yeah, as a curveball, I'd probably say it's him. Yeah, and obviously, as you say, with the midfield, you know the matchup. Uh, as much as we'd love to say that, you know, Rice, Phillips, and Mount uh, are better than you know Verratti, Locatelli, and Barella or Jorginho in that mix as well. Um, you know, it doesn't really take too smart of a person to realise it. It's probably not. So, um, yeah, definitely a really, really safe bet uh, from you there, mate. If you are looking to, you know, obviously shoot up the mini leagues, it's not a bad uh, differential to sort of go with. So, uh, you know, thank you for the all the knowledge in Euro 2020 for your guru sections, mate. And uh, that wraps up the last one for the tournament. So it brings us to the end of the final preview podcast for Euro 2020, uh, FPL Addicts powered by Esports Live. And uh, just a reminder to follow all the social pages at Esports Live now and at FPL underscore Addicts on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook and head to www.e-sportslivenow.com.au slash FPL Addicts for the link to the Discord and, uh, you know, information regarding upcoming tournaments um, and, you know, the FPL season, obviously, as it approaches uh, quite quickly now, just a couple of weeks away. So, um, yeah, moving into the final match day, Jack, how do you feel just before we go and uh, do you think you can hold your spot? Yeah, um, like I say, you could ride with the pack if I find a differential in there, maybe even even take it out. It just depends what uh, our mate Marco in first place is going to do. I might give him a message on our Discord and, and try and get in his head, try and get, get an idea from him, um, play a few mind games. Um, but yeah, I'll see, I'll see where we're at. Uh, but excited to go into it. 
you know, if we can take out any of them top three prizes, absolutely brilliant. But it's just been great to be a part of, and it's definitely brought closer to the action, having the uh, having the Discord and the paid competition. So it's been a great addition to what we've been doing here and with esports live and FPL addicts. Yeah, absolutely. It's been brilliant. You know, obviously, as I mentioned every week on the podcast, 800 plus members in that free league and, you know, you know, around 40 in the paid league as well. It's just absolutely brilliant. And, you know, people that you never thought you'd speak to all around the world on the Discord, you know, interacting with them, enjoying the tournament with them. So, you know, it's absolutely brilliant. And um, Matt, I'll ask you the same question. As we mentioned, level on points with James Gasden. Um, you're confident you're going to beat him because I know, you know, I know the money's important to you, but bragging rights over James, <laughs> you know, sort of just out, outweighs it for you, do you think? Yeah, look, um, go on, I'll back myself. I'll back myself. Um, you know, I think we're both going to uh, have slightly different strategies. Um, you know, James loves a gamble. He loves to take risks. But I'll, um, you know, I'll back myself to, to take that third and, you know, potentially second if, um, you know, if Jack Jack makes some bad decisions. So, I'm going to be topping. And, uh, it's getting Scott, spicy this week. <laughs> as long as if the app works on... Um, yeah, if the app works when we're out on, on the weekend, if it doesn't shut down, then um, I'll grab Jack's phone and uh, you know transfer all his players out. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, brilliant stuff, lads. And then just before we go, you know, the last thing we'll do on the podcast for the the preview is we'll give our score predictions. Dave just given me the idea there, so we'll start with you, Reedy. England, Italy, Euro twenty twenty final. What are you saying? Oof, it's going to be a cagey affair, I think. Um, you know, final. Both teams are going to want to win this really bad. I'm going to go 1 0 England. That's what we like to hear. Dave, on to you. What are you thinking? I think it'll be definitely a tight affair, but I love a good fairy tale story. And I think England might just be good enough to make it happen. And if Sterling wants to keep diving in the box, the Italians won't have a chance. So 2 um, 1 England. Yeah, I think it's going to be a game of mind games because, you know, both teams are known to sort of do that. The Italians like to frustrate as much as the English do. So it's going to be an interesting one, but puts a big smile on my face that you think England are going to be able to get it over the line. Matt, what, what's your score predictions? Yeah, I'll go 1-1 one, one in normal time and then England to uh, to grab it in extra time, 2-1. With your, your man Harry Kane scoring the winner? Yeah, backing him to score the winner. Yeah. Header. I think he'll bang a header in. First trophy for him in his career, fingers crossed. And uh, Jack, I hope so. what about you? <laughs> I love that he's not going to take that back to Tottenham because he's going to be somewhere else. <laughs> um, yeah, same as Reedy. I was on 1-0. 1-0 um, England. Come on. Yeah, I think, you know, either 2-0 England or 2-1 England. I'm going to go with 2-0 just because it means we'll keep another clean sheet and I think that would be absolutely brilliant. But, um, yeah, 2-0 England, there's our predictions. Thank you so much for joining us on the journey for Euro 2020. And, uh, you know, may all your Euro fantasy dreams come true for the, the last match day of the season and we'll see you for the next podcast. Take care, stay safe. It's coming home. Goodbye for now.